0: You know, when you're working the night shift and it's 3 a.m. and it's like, are we drunk (laughs) or delirious? I'm Emily and I'm Hannah, and you're listening to Drunk or Delirious,
1: a night shift podcast. hello hello guys two episodes two weeks in a row are you proud of us you're blessed you are blessed you are so welcome for this (laughs) we're back haha um trying to be we're trying Um, oh my gosh life is crazy for us life is really crazy i do think you know we're gonna do our best but as more and more things get closer and closer we are just gonna There's going to be weeks where there's not going to be episodes, and we're sorry, but um, we're human, and we still have full-time jobs and lives. (laughs) If someone wants to start paying us for this podcast, then I would love (laughs) to stop working.
0: That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no. Emily and I, right before we pressed record, we're just saying, like, so this is my month we're recording. It's April 6th i have one more day off tomorrow and then i work four in a row saturday sunday monday tuesday and then i leave wednesday for spain where i'll be for like 10 days come back have one day off work for three in a row come back that night leave the next morning for emily's bachelorette
1: it's so it's literally today three weeks Sorry, from I today Whoa. okay siri i'm not talking to you bitch <laughs> <laughs> it's three weeks from today. Oh, my God. Are you stoked? I'm so excited. I'm, like, blown away that time has flown like this. I'm um, still waiting for some things to arrive in the mail, but that's okay. Uh, I've got to, you know, I've got to be like, wow, well, get my shit together. Yeah. You I know. know. Like This month is basically over. It's, it is. Yep. And then I was like, I was also
0: panicking at work because I was like, oh. I need to order a dress for your wedding like now because if if this bitch is going to take a couple weeks to come and it doesn't work
1: out. Mm-hmm. I know that's screwed. why I emailed everyone and I was like, um, you might want to start like actually ordering <laughs> things just in case. Uh, yeah, for real. Yeah, this month is yeah. gone. Uh, I feel like it's going to be, I mean, we're getting busier and busier at work. Like we have... <clears throat> two full surgery days next week and then one half day. So it's mm-hmm. just we might have to start clocking in, which okay. is ridiculous, I know. But, um, yeah, we might have to actually start clocking in. And so I'll have to just get my hours. So I'll just have to be there. Oh, my always. gosh. Always. <laughs> That's how it feels. Jeez. But it's just been a it's been a journey, uh, like over being in the OR. And so we're trying to figure out how to like cross train everyone and make it fair. Um, Mm -hmm. because like really at the beginning, like no one wanted to do it. So my coworker and I volunteered to like learn it. I didn't know the difference between pre post and OR and yeah it's like sure I'll try it no I'm like I can't do this every day so we're trying no. to figure out how to split it between everyone and that's just been yeah like... to make it fair mm-hmm. oh, that it's been so fun. fun it's just been a very annoying Ooh. work environment but we'll make it's fine yeah I feel like
0: it's just been a really busy time in general for like everybody hmm and then yeah dealing with like your long hours and me driving back and forth to West Virginia and then like trips and then wedding planning and then like i don't know it's crazy yep. it's crazy podcast that the podcast. <laughs> yeah the, like no offense to the podcast to ourselves <laughs> but and we love it but yeah it has to take the back burner it has to because like we have other priorities yeah but we have i have one thing that i want to say really? um okay so what i want to say is you guys voted on instagram for a name for yourselves you voted for delirians I came up with this the other day. <laughs> Saying it out loud sounds stupid, but <laughs> but I think it's better. Dodd Squad? Yeah. Drunk or Delirious? Dod Squad. Dod Squad. Dodd Squad. Dodd squad. Dodd squad. Yeah. It's, like, faster. It's easier.
1: If you know, you know. And we, like, literally didn't think of that until now. Yeah. Now. So like last week. we can, like, repoll it. Like, yeah, if you guys, like, Delirians or Dodd Squad better. And then – Hopefully, like, we really do want to make merch eventually. Like, that is an absolute goal for us. Mm -hmm. So, we'll, we'll, and we want it to be something that's, you guys will actually use, not just like random, like, bullshit. So, yeah. um, We'll also pull you guys on there too, like, what you'd, what you'd like. I don't know. If you have any ideas, throw them, throw them our way. Yeah, definitely. Um, But that's all I have. Yeah. But this week's episode is great like we had an incredible conversation with stephanie bags of r unexplained um if you don't follow her on instagram or youtube or tiktok like she's all over those places but um this is a really i think helpful episode for anyone but especially for like our nursing student listeners
0: yeah and new grads too mm-hmm. um because I think you can even so she one of the things that she does is she makes like worksheets um, and videos and like a bunch of different things, but um, about like specific diagnoses or yeah, like certain I don't I don't know like medical I'm, I'm trying like why can't I speak English like specific things that you'll mm-hmm. see you'll, that you'll find in healthcare I guess. She'll go over it in detail, but, like, she'll do it on YouTube in less than five minutes or, like, have a worksheet dedicated to just that. So I feel like, yes, nursing students, but also if you're a new grad, like, and you're overwhelmed learning everything, like, I think that's a really great resource mm-hmm. for you, too. So Or even, she's like, awesome.
1: changing specialties. Like, you know, you need to refresh yourself on all of that. I think she's a really great resource. So, yeah, we had a blast talking to her. And um she's super inspiring, too. She's accomplished so much. and such a short time. yeah. Uh, so it's pretty cool.
0: Hope you guys enjoy the episode.
1: Ugh, I wish there was one store where I could buy all the things that I need for my shift. Wait, have you heard of Adni? No. What's Adni? Adni is a holistic
0: marketplace for healthcare workers. Think Amazon for healthcare.
1: Really? So could I get like scrubs from there? Yes. What about compression socks? Yes. I mean, hmm, even like cute nursing apparel. Absolutely.
0: And they're all brands that have been vetted by healthcare workers. Some are even healthcare worker owned.
1: Oh my gosh. Wow. Ooh, I just found the app and the website. They have everything you could need and such great gifts for all of my healthcare besties. Yes. Check out the
0: Adni app in the app store and adni.co. That's A-D-N-I. And check out the link in our description and Instagram bio for 10% off your order today hello 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 (laughs) oh my gosh this week we have a super special guest guys her name is stephanie stephanie welcome to our podcast we're so excited to have you on hi
1: nice being i love being here yeah this is stephanie bags she um is the ceo of rn explained and we are so excited to learn all of the things about that and all about you Yes. Um, So we usually start by just having our guests tell us a little bit about themselves and their nursing background and yeah, anything you want to share.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, I am a woman of many talents, (laughs) I would say. So I um, am an ER nurse, as many people know. I do... Also, own Arn Explained, which is a company. If you don't know what it is, I sell nursing study sheets to nursing students at any point in their nursing journey um, that help with breaking down difficult concepts to um, study for exams or to pass the boards. So, I have Arn Explained. I'm an ER nurse. I also am an instructor for pharmacology at a university actually the university that I graduated from. Um, so I teach sophomore students, which is so, so sweet. Fun. Yeah. I love it. And yeah, it's so fun. Um, and then yeah, that's it. So I do all those things. Um, absolutely love the ER. I've only been in the ER, I've never done any other unit. I started as a new grad in emergency and love everything about it.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Wow, that's amazing. Where are you from?
2: I'm from Los Angeles. So born and raised here, never really left. I live like in the suburbs area of Los Angeles.
1: Oh, Awesome. I'm from San Diego.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah,
1: California girls. Love it.
2: (laughs) Yes, the weather is so good right
0: now. Oh my gosh. It would be hard hard to leave there if I was from there. Where are you from? I'm from New Jersey originally, but I'm in Pittsburgh right now. Nice, nice. Is yeah. it cold?
2: I feel like it's cold out there.
0: It's, well, it's actually been pretty warm lately. Like yesterday was randomly 85. Okay. <laughs> and today it's like 50, it's kind of mm-hmm. gray okay mm, that's Pittsburgh's mm. thing you know it just yeah. likes, like flip-flop
1: yeah it goes up and down. Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're like I'm in Denver now but it's like 50 sunny today but it's supposed to be like 80 on Monday and it's been a really really cold winter so I'm yeah. so excited <laughs> I'm just yeah. like gonna lay outside all day long get the super sunburnt.
2: Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. The heat is where it's at. I like, I can't do the cold. Like it hits like 70 out here and I'm like in a jacket, jacket yeah. and sweats and like, it's too, you know, i am I'm bundled up. You're a <laughs> yeah.
1: typical California girl. Yeah. I used to be that way.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's funny. Yeah, bad. <laughs> that is so awesome. So how did you, like, when did you transition into doing R and explained, like, how did that come about in your nursing? Yeah. Career?
2: So I was, um, right when the pandemic hit in 2020, I had like a few weeks left of nursing school. And at that time I graduated and then I had to study for the NCLEX. I didn't know how to study because I had no one to study with. And that's like the best way that I learn is to like meet with my little group in my nursing, um, cohort and we would study together, but we couldn't do that. So, um, I started teaching myself topics and at that time um, TikTok was getting really big and so I would record myself teaching these topics and I think my first topic was S-I-A-D-H and D-I, diabetes insipidus, um, which was a huge NCLEX topic and I would teach myself learning these um, and then I posted them on TikTok. They went viral on TikTok, these videos, and everybody wanted to buy the sheets that I was teaching that I made for myself. Wow. So then I created an Etsy shop, which ended up being Arn Explained. And that I I really didn't think it was going to go anywhere. Like I thought, oh, maybe like, you know, the 10 people that commented want to buy this sheet for $2. And then um, it boomed. It just went crazy. So then I just kept creating these sheets after I passed the boards. I didn't need to do it anymore, but I just kept doing it um, for everybody else. And now here we are.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. It makes a lot of sense too with like the pandemic and not being able to study with other people. I mean, I graduated in 2016, so I feel like really lucky that I didn't have to like go through that as an obstacle because that would be really, really challenging.
2: Totally. And I feel for them too. Luckily, I didn't have most of my um, study, like most of my Almost all of my program, regardless of the last like three weeks of the program, were all in person normal. So I didn't really have to deal with the uh, the studying or the Zoom classes or stuff like that that everybody else had to do. And I really feel for them. It's really hard to to sit on a Zoom all day.
1: I can't even imagine. Like no, I can barely sit. Like I've had to do like a virtual orientation when I started a new job, and I was like. Or like sitting through like just like modules that you have to do. Like, I can't, I like fall asleep. I can't do it.
2: (laughs) It's like, it's dreadful. And so when I started teaching these things, I realized how much people and students were turning to social media to like be their teachers kind of. Yeah. And yeah. And like, it makes sense because you sit in these six, seven hour lectures on Zoom and you're not paying attention to the whole thing. And then you want something that's like really quick and clear and concise. And mm-hmm. I think it just so happened that I just came in at a perfect time doing that on social media that it just boomed and everybody loved it. And yeah. Wow.
1: That's great. Right? It's incredible. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. That is wow. so cool. You probably Did have we- helped so many people. Sorry. Go ahead, Em.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh yes, I was just going to say, did, did you still start working like immediately as in the ER then? But
2: yeah. So I, um, so when I was doing uh, when I started R explained, I had that lull time because I was studying for the boards. I passed the boards and then obviously you have to do interviews and like all of that stuff. So I had time and I really dedicated all of that time to obviously R explained. I had nothing we were in COVID, so I had nothing else to do. Um, and then towards the end of that year is when I started getting the interviews for new grad programs. And then I got hired and I started probably about as a new grad. I started about six months after I started Arn Explained. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was able to build like the foundation kind of a little bit. And then I did both at the same time. So I worked in the ER as a new grad and then also had Arne Explained. Oh my,
0: oh my gosh, gosh, that's a lot. <laughs> like I feel like even just us doing this podcast and trying to balance that with working full time. It's a lot. Like it is. I give you a lot of props, especially starting as a new grad because, Oh my gosh, that's stressful. Like you're trying to learn literally everything and transition, like what you learned for the NCLEX and actually put that into practice. And in real life, it's totally different. (laughs) Yeah. So that's a lot.
2: And I think the one thing that made it semi easier was that, my whole business and my social media and are explained is really just kind of teaching what i'm learning. and so as a new grad i'm learning all of these things and i kind of just took everything i was learning and made it into videos of of you know, let me teach you what i just learned type of thing. and so it was a little bit easier in that sense um but in terms of just like running the business on the back end of like the business side like yeah, that was a lot of work, but the content was fun because i was it was what i was learning that i was just kind of sharing to everybody else.
1: So totally. Yeah. And it kind of, that like solidifies it for you in your yeah. own mind. Right. And that's going to be really helpful as a new totally. grad nurse as well. Just like exactly. being like, oh yeah, I do. I do remember exactly what that is because I, it kept,
2: me, it kept me on my toes. It kept me so sharp being able to run this business prior to starting a new grad program. I was constantly like refreshing myself on topics that I kind of, like, forgot about in nursing school and stuff. But then come my first new grad job in the ER, I was on top of it. Like, I was sharp with, like, topics that I, like, sh- already had refreshed on. And that was good. It kind of gave me a little bit of an advantage,
1: for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like eight years in. I'm like, yeah, I definitely know what like SADH and D-I-R, DIR, like I know generally, yeah. but uh, like we're both NICU nurses by trade, essentially. Like that's all we've done. I'm now like working with adults, but I'm like, sure. It's a whole uh,
0: different world. <laughs> it really is. You don't I use it, like you sometimes- lose it it 100 oh, yes. oh my gosh I feel like sometimes I catch myself at work I'll be doing like basic tasks and in my head I have an internal monologue I apparently not everybody does <laughs> I mean that blows my mind do you guys have I an internal do. monologue okay
2: always. I am always thinking weird
0: yeah I'm like having a conversation with myself 24 mm-hmm. 7 but some mm-hmm. people apparently are like oh what's that yeah. I, that's weird to me yeah. But I'm talking to myself in my head and I'm like taking care of my babies and I'm I like will pretend sometimes that I'm like teaching like a new grad or something or like how would I explain this? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that is a really good way to learn and it does like make it stick and then it makes you think about like why you're doing something because oh, if you're mm-hmm. just going through the motions, you're just doing tasks. But if you're kind exactly. of like explaining it to someone else, then yeah, you're you're understanding the reasoning behind and the patho and everything like that. So that's a really yeah. cool
2: really cool way to the best way to learn I feel like is teaching it out loud to somebody whether they like know what you're talking about or not just saying it out loud is a great way to learn and understand what you're doing and why you're doing
1: it right like when we teach parents like we always do a teach back like uh teach yeah like I've taught you this two times like now you teach it back to me and like that's the best way
0: Mm -hmm. yes 100
1: percent I agree
0: so what are some of your top tips for nursing students if they're like getting ready to study for the NCLEX? Ooh, like, yes. Yeah, what would you Ooh, say?
2: I have many tips. I would say <laughs> my big ones. Um, if you're in nursing school, my biggest tip – okay, this is kind of just I, – I would say this is like a piece of advice. I would not be too hard on yourself with um, doing – bad on exams because every single class is going, the exams are going to be different in every single class. Every single class, you're going to have to find a different way to study. And that's hard. Um, what, what helped you in med surge might not be the same way you study for pharmacology or for labor and delivery or whatever. And so giving yourself just the grace of kind of learning how to study in each of these classes um, is super important because it could be really discouraging. I would say flashcards is not the best route to, um, to learn unless you're maybe in pharmacology, I guess you can use flashcards, but it just takes a lot of time and, um, it's yeah, not the best, but, um, and, and also understanding, like I always say, I preach this all the time to students, understanding the what and the why to things is the best way to kind of learn any medical topic. What is the topic? What happens in the body? And then Why do you see that happen? So what's the problem? Why do you see that happen? And then what are you going to do to it? And then in terms of my tips for like studying for the NCLEX, my biggest tips is to pick one study program. Don't pick many. Um, There are so many study programs. There's UWorld, Kaplan, ATI, Archer, Saunders. There's so many out there, but stick to one. Um, And the reason I say that is every single program is going to teach you and test you a little bit differently. So, if you are mixing all of these different study programs, you're gonna get confused with how to answer these questions and the best way that you are learning how to answer them. Um, so, I would stick to one and only one. And then, what else? I would really commit to uh, studying for at least five times a week. If you're studying for the NCLEX, I would focus on taking a practice exam at least five times a week.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you have to really dedicate yourself because once mm-hmm. you graduate, nobody's holding you accountable to study. So you have to set up like a, like a study system and really, really like
0: crack down on studying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I, I, I just I got like, lucky. Yeah. <laughs> you got lucky? Why? What happened? Well, I just like – I mean, okay. So our whole senior year in my program was all – not all, but we had a whole class dedicated to NCLEX prep, That's which so was nice. nice. So what? I felt like I was already studying all year, so I just took it right away.
2: Yeah. But oh, my gosh. I passed that on the is... first
0: try, but I had the, all the questions, 285 Whoa. or whatever.
2: Oh, my God. Okay. I could can, I can never. I could yeah. never. I would have a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. I could literally cry thinking about that. I passed. So I took my NCLEX uh, during COVID times. And at that time they they cut down the number of questions you had. So the minimum, you know how the normal the minimum's like seventy five? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's seventy five.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
2: they cut it down for us to sixty. So the minimum we could have is sixty. And mainly it was the the extra fifteen questions was just the questions for like, um like, backend purposes so that they could like tweak the NCLEX later on. It wasn't, it didn't count towards your grade, but they completely just cut out those 15 extra questions. So I passed in 61 questions. Oh and when I got to that 61st question, I nearly had a heart attack thinking I was going to go all the way to the very end and <laughs> like the, the number of questions i oh, oh my
1: god was so bad oh my I god was freaking out. that is like the most anxiety inducing experience of my oh, life yeah. i never want to do it again no. i never it again. did i passed in 75 questions but i, I still think. felt i had a straight up like panic attack when my test turned off i was like oh my god i just failed like, I was like, yeah. no, I failed in 75. Yep. No, no way I passed. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> and, and then yeah. in, in California, you well know that it takes a long-ass time for you to get your results. You're just panicking yeah. for weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like,
2: And they uh, – yeah, I I contemplated my life when <laughs> when that test <laughs> was over. I contemplated my life. I did – I couldn't even speak. Like, the rest of the day, I just sat there and I stared – I didn't – like my friend – so my best friend and I, we took the NCLEX together the same time, same place. Like we drove together to the to the testing center and we were done. We were like, yeah, we're going to get, you know, Thai food and kind of hang out and chill and celebrate that we don't have to study anymore. Swear to God, when we finished the exam, we didn't even talk to each other. We sat there in <laughs> silence for hours and like we got so – Thai- we got her Thai food and we just sat there eating in silence because we just didn't even know what just happened to us. Like, It was, yeah. it was so hard on the mind. Because sure. you don't
0: have that feeling of like relief because you don't no. you no. assume the worst <laughs> and then you feel like, I'm going to have to do this again. Yep. Yeah. Oh I was God. like convinced I failed. I was like, okay. Yeah. Oh and gosh. Like,
2: and a huge props to the people that do that do take it twice three times four times because that is a lot of um not only is it mentally hard to have to do that again but have to to think about studying again and how you're going to switch your studying like, like you know t- for the second or third or fourth time mm-hmm. is really hard but like good for them
0: because, yes
1: man that was a tough exam
0: it's hard it, to find that motivation
1: 100% do you know anything about the new changes that are coming to Heck the NCLEX? Yeah, I do. Okay, hey, great. Can you speak yeah. to that? Because we tried to talk about it like, <laughs> when we were talking to oh, um, our Merce Cash episode, who did take the NCLEX four times. So that's a really good episode yeah. to listen to you guys um, and how he studied. But I was like, I know there's changes, but I really don't know what they are.
2: <laughs> yeah, there are changes. I did so much research on this. I recently came out with a video of um explaining the differences between the old NCLEX and the current um next gen NCLEX. And I would say without going into crazy, crazy detail, the the biggest differences is is, um, there's new question types. So we are not used to seeing case study questions, which is like a series of six questions in a row, all related to the same information that they give you um, about a patient or scenario or whatever. And so there's the case studies and then there's new question types and how they're formatted. So you can do like Select all that apply, which we're familiar with, now has more options to choose from, which is just crazy. Great. Uh, yeah, there's drag and drop, like you drag things into a sentence or a phrase. Um, there are, what was the other, oh, like highlighting. So you will be given like a paragraph of information and it will ask you to highlight the most important information pertinent to whatever, like the patient's, you know, diagnosis or whatever it's asking. And so you have to highlight things into, like in a paragraph. Um, Yeah, I think that's like the biggest changes. The one thing I will say though, that scares everybody is how do you study? How do you study? How do you study for this? Because it's new, but nothing has changed in terms of studying. So the only difference is sure, the way it's going to be asked to you and the different question types and whatever, but the actual content it's asking you is the same so study however you studied prior become familiar with the the quest the new question types that they're going to ask but the content's the same so if you know the content you can answer anything
0: i'm sure a lot of the like nclex prep programs are going to be oh, they're reflecting all updated. that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
2: yeah like i i know uworld is i know archer is um kaplan i know has changed to next gen they all have i'm sure
1: mm. kaplan that's what i used I, I had to use Kaplan in nursing school too. It was yep. the worst thing ever. oh yeah. know. We used it for a lot of te- – like all, we had Kaplan tests like Same. that we were graded on and I was like this is
0: – I mean yeah. great
1: though because you get used to those, those question types but still yep. they were really hard. Um, yeah. I think those questions sound really interesting. Like that sounds difficult but it also sounds a lot more like the brain you need to use yeah. As, yeah. as a nurse versus yeah. just like trying to answer all these multiple choice questions and just – like, have that knowledge retention kind of situation. But this is like,
2: yeah, application
0: S- application. A application.
1: More. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So the Yeah, they they tried to change it to really analyze like the critical thinking aspect.
1: Mm-hmm. So they
2: cover and this sounds like so official, but it's the six domains of the clinical judgment model is what they use. And essentially, the six domains are Do you remember ad like back in nursing uh-huh. school, assess, diagnose, implement, like, ad pie. It's almost exactly like that just in different words. So it's like they want to see your like assessment, your evaluation and then your intervention/plan slash
0: of mm-hmm. what you're going to do. So I think it yeah. is good. Yeah, I, I feel think. like I didn't have the critical ask or the critical thinking aspect like until I was like a year into nursing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it takes a while I to I mean, develop. I for a, I had it a little bit, but I don't know. I feel like for me I have to like work I don't know do things for you like have a to long time experience
2: it in person mm-hmm. to like yeah. let it register no I'm right. I'm kind of the same way like you could and I think that was also the problem with nursing school in the NCLEX was that it was just unrealistic things like it was you're studying such book knowledge and mm-hmm. not like actual real life scenario type of knowledge yeah and so I think they're trying to blend the two of of how it would actually be in a hospital setting pretty much yeah yeah,
0: well, hopefully it's not. Well, I don't want it to be easier because I don't want anybody, yeah. everybody, everybody to be able to do it. But like,
1: yeah, hopefully it's I don't know,
0: easy yeah, enough. Curious. Everybody can transition in a good way, and
1: yeah, get I a think it'll, I think it'll be good for people. Yeah, yeah. What, when has it already done happened, or like when is it? yeah okay. April first? Oh, okay, oh wow, well, okay. yeah. So I'm really will have this to week? find someone that's taken yeah. it. Like I'm so curious to yeah. know how their experience was. Obviously they don't yeah. know anything but that, but be really really interesting yeah. to hear about oh, it. I know. My cousin's
0: graduating this May, so maybe we can okay. have her on. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. We can you ask her. We can.
2: You definitely, it. you definitely should pick their brains on how it is and like really what the difference is um, between the two.
0: Yeah, except I, can't, I blocked it out of my memory. I'm like, <laughs> I never want to do that again. Like I don't want to ever think about it again. That was a traumatizing time.
1: <laughs> yeah, PTSD oh. over here. <laughs> so traumatizing. <Yeah>. I know. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I mean, or nursing school. school. <laughs> <I know. Anxious laughs> like, it was a blast. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. – I don't know.
0: Sometimes I'm like, how do I do that? How do I get through? I'm a nurse. One
1: hundred percent.
0: You were
2: on autopilot. Everybody goes through autopilot. It's a blur. Like In <laughs> a? Nursing school. But I
1: also think about how much, like, my friends and I went out and drank yes. and partied and then still, like, got all of our schoolwork done, and yeah. then I still worked, and I'm like, that's f- hilarious.
2: Yeah, okay, towards cool. towards the end, I was definitely a lot more social, like butterfly. Um, once it was like, all right, smooth sailing. Once we hit pediatrics and OB, after that road, after that, it was smooth sailing to graduation, and that's when the fun happened.
1: <laughs> you had your life back. You had your life back for sure. Towards for the end. sure, I think we like over. Like we compensated for the how difficult med surg yeah. and patho were with like, okay, we're going out this night. Like we literally
2: <laughs> literally like, oh god, after an exam go to like get drinks.
1: On, yeah. Oh always we <laughs> good times. It was fun. It was yeah. Fun. Did you go to school in California?
2: I did. I went to Mount St. Mary's University. Oh, um, I know, yeah. You know where that is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So private school in LA. Um, my cohort was so I did an accelerated program because I have a prior degree, so I could apply to accelerated ones, which essentially are, um, straight into nursing core classes. You skip all the pre-reqs because I already did that for my other degree. And so my cohort in accelerated programs are so small that my cohort was 27 students. I think it was pretty small. And we just traveled through the whole program together. Just that's nice. awesome. oh, that's, Yeah, it was great. I really We probably got it.
0: really close.
2: We got we got super close, yeah. Um it's interesting to see now where everybody's at and what everyone's doing. So, that's
0: wonderful. Cool.
2: And what was your sure... previous
0: degree in? Oh, sorry. I'm... My previous oh,
2: no. degree Oh, you're good. <laughs> My previous degree is business marketing. Oh, so, perfect. So, yeah, I <laughs> is perfect. Um, which yeah. is so funny.
1: We need that. We need to pick your brain.
2: (laughs) Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's so funny because I never used that degree more until I became a nurse and I had this business. Um, I did work at Warner Brothers for a hot minute and did not like it. I just realized I was not an office person. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I wanted to do something that I actually loved, which was medicine and science and anatomy and all that stuff. So that's why I went back to school. And yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That is perfect. It, it's like meant to be. I feel like it all worked yeah. out for you. You know, it definitely
2: all worked out in the time. Like in that time, I really felt like I was backtracking because mm-hmm. I was worried that um, I had spent four years getting this degree, and then now it's going to waste. And now I'm going to spend another year or whatever in nursing school, and they completely change gears. But they actually, I've used them both interchangeably, and it's crazy. But at the time, it was like the end of the world for me. Um, but yeah.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, it how feels they like work starting out. over.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: But it, I'm sure it went by really fast at the same time. And now that you're on it the did. other end of it, it's like, now you see yeah. why you did it. Yeah, it really exactly. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you know that you wanted to be an ER nurse?
2: So, my first exposure to the, the emergency or acute care setting was when I was a medical scribe. Um, I was a medical scribe at an ER based urgent care. So I was working directly with physicians um, and doing their charting and stuff like that. And so that was my first exposure into acute care. And I think that really piqued my interest. I have always though, like even as a kid loved gory things as weird as that sounds like I love like gory, like gross things like human anatomy stuff, like bones and blood and like all that stuff. So it always interests me. Then I, um, had the medical scribe job that was like, okay, I really like this. And I just kind of stuck with that. Nothing else really interests me. I did give myself a fair chance at every clinical rotation in nursing school because I wanted to keep an open mind, but nothing thrilled me like the ER did. So I stuck with that and thank God because I love it there.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That really I'm is. scared of the ER.
2: I'm scared of the NICU. I, I, like when we get little, 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 little babies in the ER, I'm like, whew, they're so small. Like I don't I'm actually pretty good at pediatric IVs. Okay. But other than that, I'm not the best. <laughs> like NICU, like little babies.
0: That's a different world. It's it really a whole is. different world. I wouldn't All even know what to them. do if I walked into the ER. I'd be like, Yeah, I am in the awesome. wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I'm worthless. Like, I'm not even a nurse. If I'm not in my home unit, I'm like, I know nothing. Yeah. Like, don't look at me. Don't look at RN on my badge. I like treat me like a civilian. I don't know yeah, anything. it is. It's very
2: specialized. It's like specialized, but it's not because it's like ER, you get every every patient population you can think of. Yeah. Um, So you kind of need to know, what do they say? I think they always say, like, you're a jack of all trades, a master of none, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure, uh, Mm -hmm. is like the ER saying, which I kind of agree with because, like, we know a little bit about everything, but we're not masters of anything. And you guys are masters at NICU. And, like, I just – I couldn't imagine. I couldn't.
0: And I don't know shit about anything else, so.
1: (laughs) that's great <laughs> You can burn, I promise I promise I know, yeah, now, if I wanted like, to I could yeah, be you'd be great but... you'd be <laughs>
2: you just need a little training that's it exactly yeah, right by
1: all your worksheets
2: <laughs> yeah there you go we love that <laughs> that's oh so gosh. funny
1: so what are some of your craziest ER stories Ooh. or a story whatever you want to share
2: let me think um I have a lot, a lot of crazy. I think a lot of the things that people come in with are just so crazy. Like, like, um, how does this happen to you? Sometimes, <laughs> Is I like look at you and I'm like, how does this happen? Um, some that are like really gross. I think I told this one the other day on social media, but there was the, we get a lot of like homeless populations, um, that come in, and this guy. This was when I was like brand new. ER nurse, probably a couple months in. I was maybe like three or four months in. And I had a patient, a homeless man who had like an infected foot or something. I don't even know what his, I think he complained of foot pain. And so when we had taken off, first off, his his sock was so hardened, like, to his foot that, like, I had to take scissors to, like, cut it off. But when we were cutting off, like, the pant leg and the socks, his whole leg was covered in maggots. (gasps) Yeah. And so. Yes. Covered. Because he had an open wound. And obviously being homeless, but also not treating that. And then being, you know, not clean maggots were covering like i'm talking like thousands of like covering probably from like mid lower leg like below the knee a little bit to his
1: foot <laughs> i think i'm actually actively dying right now <laughs> emily no. just died
0: she closed her eyes and passed i
1: know i'm not
0: well <laughs> Um, what did you do oh my I god had clean it.
2: I had to clean it I would throw up no that I was wouldn't. everybody I jokes like it. that was my initiation into the ER was I had to clean it and I'll give you a little fun fact that hydrogen peroxide will kill the maggots so.
1: I'm, shivering. I'm shivering I literally yeah I have chills over my entire but body yeah I would <laughs> That's I would have been like I can't do no th- like yes I agree like Frustering. Yeah, maggots, mm-hmm. maggot. Yeah, Mm-mm. yeah.
2: So I, I, I double, double, oh my gloved, double gowned, double mask, because you actually don't even realize that this it smells too. So I had oh, a, like sure. a double mask. It smelled, re- it smelled really bad. But um, you need a sink I, bomb. I would pour. I took a, <laughs> I took a trash bag, and like a hazard bag, you know, and I put it at the edge of the bed. Like I wrapped it around the 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 mm-hmm. bottom of like the edge of the gurney. And then I put his leg like just over the bag and I just poured hydrogen peroxide and they just fell like into the bag. But then this is, this gets even worse, but then, you know, they don't all get in the bag. So then I had to take tweezers and pick them up (laughs) off the ground and throw them into the bag.
0: Oh my God. Oh my God. You need to be paid bonus for this. That is
2: not in your job description. It took me two hours. It took me two hours to do this, but, um, full circle moment months later the patient came back into the ER and his leg was better his leg was better and he did not have maggots so oh, that's
1: good yeah. what what did it look like under the maggots
2: it was like raw skin like it was like as if you had like a deep wound that was just like raw flesh like because maggots like feed off of flesh that's like you know what yeah. it's actually maggots are actually supposed to help because they're cleaning his infected wound. That's what they're, that's what they do. And so it's almost like good that he had these maggots because they were kind of cleaning the wound. But at the end of the day, we need to just address the wound. So we got all the maggots out, we wrapped it up, bandaged it, gave him some medications, praying that he would follow up, you know, with all of those meds and stuff. And then he came back months later for another, just a random reason that had nothing to do with it. But I remembered the guy and his leg was fine.
0: Well, that must feel good. You helped. Exactly. Exactly. I
2: helped the nice man.
0: Oh my gosh. That's horrible. I feel bad for him.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I feel, (laughs) I know I feel really bad in situations like that, but we get that type of population a lot. Yeah. So it's like, you never know what you're going to get. And that one I had no idea what I was gonna get.
0: Especially working in like a city. It's like Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm sure you see like gunshots and stabbings and crazy things
2: that I just like I can't even like there was a guy the other day that stepped outside of his apartment, just like walked outside of his apartment and got shot. And I'm just like, how, how, how does that happen? Just like, but like, and it was a, it was obviously not targeted. It was just like a random bullet just like came out and he's totally fine. It hit him in like the shoulder or something. Like it was fine, but it was like, what are the odds? Like, what are the odds that's of this Scary. Stuff? That's so, so wild.
1: That's really terrifying though, too. Yeah,
2: yeah. Or like the audio auto pedestrian accidents or auto motorcycle accidents. Like those are skier versus snowboarder accidents which is interesting
1: oh yeah, hmm. yeah. Oh, from like big bear that makes yeah
2: yeah there's some things that you like never really think about until you see a patient that has endured something you're like oh wow that's unlocked a new fear of mine i'm gonna <laughs> add that i'm gonna add that to the list of yeah i will yeah. not do
1: oh, we yeah, see God. that so much here i mean people get people unfortunately die all the time skiing and snowboarding here um mm-hmm. it's so crazy depends – like you could run into a tree at like 15 miles an hour and it just yeah. like – it depends on how you hit it, but yeah. that could kill you.
2: Yeah. I Yeah. There's – it's so funny. I have like a list now. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the videos of like things I'll never do because I'm an ER nurse and like the things I've seen or like maybe you have some for like NICU, things I'll never do with my babies or something.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: there's like a list that I like make where I'm like I will never do that specifically because I had a patient that, you know – suffered from something um in that scenario and so I'll never do it like the um this is such a weird one and so random but i had a kid who was driving with his friends um got off the freeway and was at the red light at the freeway just chilling just sitting there like at the red light and a car had came behind and hit them from behind Um, which pushed them into the intersection to get hit by another car, you know, in the intersection. And they ended up all being okay, but it unlocked the fear, like, every time I'm at a red light now, I don't pull up all the way to the line, you know? So I give myself some distance just in case I get hit from behind that I don't get pushed into oncoming traffic. Just, like, weird things like that. Like, I just have Mm. some weird list of
0: things I won't do. (laughs) Oh, car accidents are so scary, too, especially because, like,
1: you can be doing everything right. Totally. Happens yeah. all the time. Like yeah. literally, you just really never know. And that yeah terrifies me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, like that, like being around all of that all the time would just stress me out so much. Like, like Hannah's baseline be, I'm already so <laughs> anxious. <laughs> yeah, I'm so anxious at baseline. So that would not be good for my mental health. <laughs> yeah. How do you like separate it all? Like when you're Ooh. in your normal hard. life? Yeah. That
2: was hard for me to figure out at first because – I think when I was a new grad, I was so overwhelmed with all the things I was learning, but also all the things I was seeing. And so I would take that home with me a lot. And it was hard for me to find, like, the balance. Um, I think what I do is – I mean, you can – I journal. I journal a lot. And so I, and I also, as sad as this sounds, I have a list like in my journal of patients that may have passed away, like in my care or like that I had helped with in the ER. And that kind of helps me cope. So I don't take it home with me. I just kind of journal about it. Um, I also like balance my stress, but with the gym, I go to the gym all the time. Um, I have a trainer like in LA that holds me accountable, which literally has saved me from like all of the stress um, and anxiety sometimes that I get. And yeah, I think those are the two big things. And then I try and just do things on my days off that are not surrounded by the hospital. My mm-hmm. friend, like, I, I'm happy to have friends that are not healthcare related because then it gets me um, away from that like talking about healthcare all mm-hmm. the time. Like mm-hmm. I lo- I like not like having that. I like having that group of friends that I can just talk about random things with. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, those are my big things that I do.
0: Yeah. It is really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It is. My first couple of years, it was a lot of learning of how, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like what you were saying, like how to really separate myself, because I feel like it became my life, and I did like mm-hmm. I loved my job so much, and I still do. But now I'm like, it's my job, you yep. know. It's mm-hmm. not my whole identity. I have other interests and other things going on. Like, but that took a, a while to really like, yeah, figure that out, figure that flow out. Like, I would, I had this like one primary patient, so he was like a micro preemie that was born, and then I took care of him every shift for like six months. Never will do that again. I'm grateful for the experience. You
2: develop an attachment.
0: Too much. To that. Yeah. It was my – it was like my baby. Like I was like – Yeah. It was too much. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and now I'm like I love travel nursing. I get to like bounce around. I always have different assignments. Like I go in and do my three days. I get out. Yep. And that's that.
2: Yeah. And, and I think you
0: have to have a boundary.
2: Totally. Yeah. you And yeah. And you learn that as you go. I feel like it's really hard as a new grad because you are just so – it's like information overload. Mm-hmm. You're like so thrown into all these things and experiences and learning all these whatever. And it's hard to not take that home. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Yes. I mean, all of it. I mean, I – heart alarms in my sleep for years. Yes,
2: I would have. Oh my gosh! So I would have. Tell me if you guys had this. Do you have dreams about like pay, like taking care yeah. of patients? Like when I way way back in the day before nursing, I used to be a server, and I would get server dreams like mm-hmm. of taking care. <laughs> and I can't get the ranch to my patient. Like <laughs> I would stress in my my dreams of mm-hmm. that. And then once I went to the nursing school, I I never had the server dreams again. I completely forgot about them. And then when I became a nurse. I was like, oh my God, this is like my server dreams on steroids. Like I couldn't save the patient or I couldn't find the foley. Like I couldn't, there was like it was so stressful. And <laughs> so oh stressful. God.
1: Yeah. I've had dreams where I like forget to take care of a baby all night. Like yes. completely yeah, forgot, it's just forgot not about my patients. <laughs> or I'm like at home sleeping, but I like am still like taking care of a kid at work and like forgot or something like it's just (laughs) like the kid is like next to me in my bed like and I'm like oh I gotta get up and do the feeding
0: like
2: (laughs) like I feel so bad for new grads like the going through god there's just so much stress like from the moment you graduate to taking the NCLEX to then being a new grad to learning all these new things it's like it
0: is so much
1: and Mm -hmm. I feel for them I do too Mm -hmm.
0: you get through it like look at all of us we we're on exactly. the other side. Exactly. But gosh, yeah. yeah. You
1: figure out you figure out what your own balance looks like, and I know mm-hmm. that that takes a while, but I think it helps too to talk to older nurses or like listen to podcasts like this where we talk about how we figured it out, and hopefully that'll help. Yeah, them. and um, it's relatable too. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Um. Gosh, what was I going to say about? Oh, I also I think I. Similar to, like, you having server dreams. I literally was just stressing about um, my makeup artist for my wedding this last week. And oh. I had a dream about it. Oh, <laughs> yes. It's, it's, so stressful. <laughs> just stress, apparently. You wedding planning has been yeah, your life. So. Right? That's like, all they do. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, it's, it's rough. Yeah. It's so funny. I feel that. Um, I used
0: to, um like, when I had those dreams, I'd wake up and I'd, you know, my alarm would go off. And I'd realized that I was just dreaming about the NICU and then I'm having to go to work in the NICU. And I was like, it's ridiculous because I feel like I should at least be getting paid for this. Like I'm still working like, <laughs> yeah. in my mind, you know, like, yeah. oh, I just got so mad at myself. I was like, why am I w- like wasting my time thinking about this when I could be think I could be anywhere else, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh the God. worst. It really but they is. went away. Like, I
1: don't I don't dream about that anymore.
2: I don't either. Very rarely do I get like those type of dreams
1: now. What do you think? I don't think I have. Like switching um, specialties, I I don't think that it's carried through to my dreams. Like that's it good. hasn't been Ooh. that stressful. So that's good at least.
2: Good. Yes. Thank
0: God. It's I took like a five-month break from nursing and then when I came back, the dreams did come back temporarily. Sure. But then they, they went away fast. never leave. Time, though. Oh, yeah. good. Oh, good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh, oh that's gosh.
0: funny. But so, also so sad.
1: Oh, I knew what I was gonna ask too. Have you had to work nights? Oh yes.
2: I've worked yeah. all of the all of the shifts you can think of. I've done days, mids, nights, all of them. Um, yes. I've worked nights. What do you that's, prefer? Yeah. I don't love nights. Yeah. Um, because I just And I think, I think I would like nights more if that was all I was doing, but because I'm running a business as well, it's really hard to balance the two when I was night shift. Mm -hmm. Um, I also, um, I also just love my days. Like I like days. I actually really didn't mind mid shift. I did two to two or three to three some shifts I've done like 11 to 11, I don't mind them. It really does take up your entire day though. Like if I did 11 to 11, I don't have a breakfast. I mean, I guess I have a breakfast, but not long. And then I don't have a lunch or dinner and it just like, and then at that point you go home and you have to go to bed. But Mm -hmm. for day shift, when I got off at 7 PM, I felt like I still had some sort of a night. Like if I wanted to, I could go to a dinner and like be normal Mm -hmm. if I wanted to. Um, but I had the option. And then for night shift, if I got off at 7am, me personally with my like busy schedule, I'd be waking up at noon. So Mm. I only went to bed from 730 till 12. And then I got up and I do all the things I had to do for my business. So it was a lot. I don't mind it. The one thing I loved about night shift was the crew. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what keeps people around on Night Shift is the crew. They're just so tight-knit, and it's a different vibe, and I loved that. So I really miss my Night Shift crew, but in terms of sustainability, loved my days and loved my mids too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wholeheartedly agree with all of that. Yeah. It seems um, to be the same across, like, mm-hmm. all
0: specialties, I feel like, because it's the same in the Nikki world. It's like, I don't know. We both say the same thing about all the NICUs we've worked. Like, we love our – night shift crew. It just seems like there's better yeah. teamwork and everything.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a little bit, I mean, we talked about work-life balance with your kind of separating yourself from nursing, but how do you, how, talk about your work-life balance between like nursing and your business and just like all of the other things, like trying to just have a life.
2: I know. It's really, really, I'm still trying to find the balance. My 2023 goal is to build a team because, I pretty much do all the things myself and it's hard for me to delegate like things to people because I want it done my way. And so mm-hmm. I like the it's like so hard. But I did hire an assistant which has really really helped give me some more free time to focus on content creating if I want to like make a video or something and she's doing something else. My aunt is amazing. She does my shipping, like all of my shipping for me, um which is so great. And I wanna build more of a team so I have more of a balance. So that's something I'm currently working on. Um, In terms of like hours in the day, I usually like, uh, so if I work say 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., I will come home, I'll have dinner and I will work on aren't explained, emails, contents, editing videos, editing Instagrams, whatever it is until probably midnight or 1 a.m. And then I'll go to bed and I'll wake up for work the next day. Oh my god! Um, wow. And same with vice versa. If I was night shift, I'd get off at seven a.m. I'd go to bed until noon, and then I'd wake up at noon and I'd work on my business until mm. work until
0: you know. That's dedication right there.
2: Yeah, it's a lot, but the thing is, is I it's a lot and it is stressful, but I love that. Like I love what I do, so mm-hmm. I don't mind doing it because it's fun for me. Um, And, yeah, I just need a team because I'm kind of – I'm growing. So, like, I need to build people to grow with me.
1: Yeah. That's – I mean, (laughs) I'm just, like, blown away by (laughs) – Yeah. That sounds so stressful. Like, I feel stressed with my life, but that (laughs) – It's a lot. Yeah. But it was
2: it was also very unintentional. So I didn't have time to prepare, you know, for this business that just kind of boomed. So I'm kind of going with the flow. i mm-hmm. I'm working it out. I um yeah. And
0: it's then just I, great that you've had so much success with it. That's so mm-hmm. cool.
2: And now I'm I'm so blessed like with how much it boomed. Yeah. And I could I couldn't even like I sometimes I think to myself almost every day, at least once a day, I think like why me? Like why out of all people, why do people come to me? Like, you know, it's just so crazy sometimes to think, but I love it. I love everything about it. It's
1: awesome. That's It's great. I'm we're like, I'm stoked for you. That's just you. really like, I think what everyone strives to find too in their life, like that they just love to do yeah. what they do. Yeah. Um,
0: what advice would you give to anybody listening out there who's like in nursing school and they maybe want to become an ER nurse? Like, did you, are there like ER internships or how would you advise?
2: Yeah, I would say um, if you're interested in the ER, definitely check it out. Whether that be, you can do um, externships uh, in nursing school. You can do externships where you kind of shadow a nurse in the ER just to see if you like it because it is a very strong unit, and um, it takes a special type of person, and so you want to make sure that 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 you, that you like it. Um, other than that, you can also just like you could be a CNA, you can do a medical scribe, just something to get some exposure into um, acute care. I would recommend just to see if you like it. and then, in terms of like preparing for like say you got hired in the ER and to prepare. There's not really much I would say to prepare other than just recognizing like acute care, critical diagnoses, kind of like heart attack, stroke, seizure, diabetic ketoacidosis, like stuff like that. Um, And just kind of being familiar with that, everything else you will learn on the job. So don't worry. Mm -hmm. Your skills will come. Don't worry about the skills. It all works out.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, where can everyone find you, find all of your content, things to buy, all of yeah. that. Yeah. So I have a couple different platforms.
2: Instagram, at Stephanie Beggs. I post daily um, just random tidbits of knowledge. Uh, I do have TikTok, which is at Steph Begg with no S at the end. Um, I also post a ton of teaching videos and explanations on things there. Um, I do have a YouTube where it's um, at Arne Explained on YouTube and that I break down medical concepts in less than five minutes. Um, that That is so great if you're in nursing school or if you are brushing up on um, becoming an ER nurse or a med search nurse and just want to brush up on some topics really quick. Those are great. And then I also have my Etsy shop, which is where you can find all my products. And so that is Arne Explained as well. And I've got all my products, my merch, and all of that on that. That website.
0: Awesome!
1: Oh Thank yeah. you so much for coming it, on. It's so cool! You're amazing.
2: Thank you. Such yeah. so inspiration.
1: Much for me. Oh, thank you oh, so much. <laughs> yeah, come back anytime. We'd love to. Yeah. Like, I mean, we really we we do want to do like some focused episodes talking yeah. about like certain diagnoses and like things like totally. that just kind of yeah. explaining stuff more um we do have a lot of nursing students that listen to this so I think it would be really helpful but I think you'd no, be definitely hear that yeah yeah
2: whenever you want to you let me know I love talking all things like focused, <laughs> educational anything
1: love it awesome
2: awesome
1: <laughs> all right guys. bye thank you bye. thanks bye guys I feel like we got some good stuff in there maybe This podcast is produced by Emily Richardson and Hannah Quirk. The intro music is by Dan Lemire. Please help us out and rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at drunk or send us an email at drunkordelirious at gmail.com.